You know, I noticed something about Ed Sheeran records. You What's know, that? Well, first off, they're all very well produced. But secondly, hardly any of them have a full drum kit in it. You know, there's not a snare. There's not a bass drum. It's all pretty much all synthesized and hand claps. Hmm. <laughs> On this song or in songs in general? Well, that's the second song we played up here so far this morning. And is there's no drum kit in that. There's no, typically, there's a, you know, there's a, there's a, I mean, typically, and I, I'm not the musician expert, but in most pop songs there's a snare drum that's on beats one or two and four and there's a hi-hat that's on one and three you know and and then like the also the the bass drum is usually on one and three and the the snare is on two and four you know what i'm saying i mean it's interesting because start counting it off you know listen to a song that's in four four and just you know one two three four and then just pay attention to what's going on in those beats and that's typically what happens but in his songs there's no snare drum for the most part and there's no bass drum it's usually hand claps if you listen to that song again it's all hand claps there's a there's a hi-hat in there and i think there's some kind of a tom-tom or something in there but for the most part it's hand claps and low-end synthesizer you could care less right That's not true. I do care. The smartest woman in the world has reversed her course. I said that White Castles are all over the country. She said they weren't. And now she sends me this and it says, here, let me give you this. There are 377 White Castles, predominantly in Midwest, Kentucky, and Tennessee. The exceptions are about 50 in the New York, New Jersey metropolitan area. See, I do remember that. I think in, in Saturday Night Live, they go to the White Castle. Three locations around Las Vegas. There's one on the, um, in downtown Las Vegas now. It's always packed. I had a friend of mine that went there and said you couldn't get in the door. It's right in, in like what they call Fremont Street Experience. Uh, one in Scottsdale, Arizona, one in Orlando, Florida, and two in Shanghai, China. How did they get that? Wow. <laughs> two of them in Shanghai, China. Hey, I'm going wow. to China. Let's go to White Castle. I wonder if they're the same. I told you know, and can, can I tell you this? Talk about inflation. Okay, I changed my own oil, okay? Back in the summer... I go to the store and I buy a five-quart jug of oil, which works out really nice for my one car because my one car takes four and a half gallon or four and a half quarts with an oil filter. So I buy an oil filter and one jug of oil has five quarts in it, not a gallon, but five quarts. And in the summer, I remember real well, it was $13.88, okay? Before Thanksgiving, it was like 14-something or other. Then before Christmas, I changed my oil before I went down and saw my son, and it was like 16. I bought that same five-gallon jug of oil over the weekend, $19.88. Really? So, yes. Yeah, so in six months, it's gone from 13.88 to 19.88. It's gone up six dollars. What percentage increase is that? It's I'm, a whole big bunch. Yeah, it's like 30, 40% or something like it that. It is. I'm going like, God, this is so unbelievable. And I'm going like, why is that? You know, I've got answers, but if I said, if I gave the answers, you'd get mad at me. What were they? Oh, did you, did you hear this? Did you hear this story that Monday, that Peter Ducey, you know who, who Peter Ducey is? Who? He's gotten to be the Jake Tapper on the opposite side of the equation with press conferences. Remember when Trump oh, was in okay. office, Jake Tapper was always yelling stuff at Trump and you know, Trump was like, hey, sit down, Jake. So, so Peter Ducey, who works for Fox, is like the antithesis of Jake Tapper, but he's the same, if that makes any sense. In other words, he's like sort of a conservative kind of you know, news person, which is like a rarity. 
and he asks all these questions of Jen Psaki and the president. And the other day, he asked a question of the president, and the president called him a dumb SOB. Our president? Of the United States, Joe Biden called him a dumb SOB, but he didn't say SOB. He says, that's a stupid question. You're a dumb SOB. But he used the... Okay. (laughs) That was very presidential. Well, but here's what's interesting. This happened, I think, during the day on Monday. So about an hour later, his phone rings, and it's a blocked number. So he answers the phone. Guess who it is? I don't know. The president of the United States apologizing. He got his, (laughs) President Biden got his cell phone number and called him and personally apologized to him for calling him an SOB. (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, that's sort of a cool story. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a very cool story. I get it. I don't care who you are. People, you know, I mean, especially when you're the president, people are always bugging you and asking you stupid questions and stuff like that. I'm not saying his question was stupid, but, you know, it's to the point where sometimes, I mean, like sometimes I hear people ask questions and you go like, I can't believe that person just asked that question. You know, it's just like sometimes when, when I'm on the air with you, you know, I think to myself, God, I can't believe I come off as this stupid guy and Shelly's the smart one. I can't believe that either. <laughs> So so he got called an SOB. But I'm thinking to myself, that to me would be the ultimate badge of honor. I would live the rest of my life going, you know, once upon a time the president called me an SOB, and then an hour later he thought about it and called me up and apologized to me. I'm telling you, that would be the highlight of my life. That was his handlers right there, buddy. <laughs> you think that was his handlers? Yes. <laughs> Saying like, you need to call that guy, Mr. President, you shouldn't call him a dumb SOB. <laughs> yeah. That was that was the handlers right there, buddy. Hey, we got to go. You know how I know we got to go? How? James Strong's pulling into his parking space at work, and it's time for us to call it a day. It's a day. Okay. The computer's Have gonna... a great day, everybody. Peace and I fly. 759.